This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, and Bill is back. Woo. Bill, you're back. You're no vacations for the foreseeable future. Yeah, you promised Jen, me last time. I know. Well, Jen's trading talk. Okay, me no, Disney, no, no, no. But no, I'm, shut I'm, the fuck I'm, up. <laughs> you said no vacations yes, for the foreseeable. I, I have future. none in the foreseeable. So future. she can go <laughs> to Disney. Yes. By herself with the kids. I don't care. I agree. No vacations for no, the I, I, I'm, I'm pushing. I'm trying to push Disney off to next year. I'm not ready for I've Disney. I've been pushing Disney off for my <laughs> oldest is 15. I've been pushing Disney off. We took her, I guess, when she was like two okay. or three to yeah. Disneyland and when we live in California. Mm. And I, I, I fucking hated it. I, I, I hated it. Yeah. And like there was nothing good about it. It wasn't like the the happiest place no, on earth, no, nothing like no. that. But I've heard that the California version is like the ghetto version of the, yeah, the Florida version. But I don't care. Sure. I, I going. So yeah. my wife has been saying for since then yeah. that we need to take kids to Disney World in Orlando. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, and it's just every it's, year, it's, maybe it's next every year. next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, every year it's maybe next year. So um, you can either do take my advice and keep pushing it <laughs> off, or you can just say, "Fuck you, you're going by yourself," because. Um, yeah, we've taken enough vacations for <laughs> for a while. Yeah, I mean, you you're not allowed. You you've spent your a lot of time away. So, no more of that shit. Um, I ended up not going solo last week either because my kid got my kid's baseball team like made it through this tournament and played that's the awesome. championship game. They didn't win the championship game, but they made yeah. it. So that's and it that's was good. fun. It was it was a lot of fun. So I was just like, you know. Bill's not here anyway, so but I couldn't blame you again. Right, right. I mean, I could. Yeah, it, you it, could, but it gave most, you an excuse, actually. It mostly was your your fucking fault, but um, <laughs> it, it gave you an excuse. Well, I I guess we'll go with that. So we're kind of glitchy. Hopefully, um, hopefully our audio sounds good at least. Yeah. Does that mean baseball season's over now? Because uh, for, preseason for football starts in like no, 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 no. a couple weeks. I haven't been watching hardly any baseball. I noticed you're not even wearing a Cardinals cap. Uh, I they all kind of deteriorated and got yeah. nasty. So, but no, uh, the Cardinals have sucked. So I haven't really been spending. I haven't had a lot of time to do right. the things that I love. So, except for like my side gig, yeah, my new side gig, which is being a wedding DJ. That's fun. I love doing it, but it's taking up a ton of my freaking time. Like, yeah, I was telling you before the show, I was like, I haven't had like any time really to spend on the podcast. It used to be like spending days and right. days on it, but I just haven't had it. Uh, Derek is here and Derek says audio is okay. <laughs> okay. I'll we'll right. take okay. I'll take okay. I guess it's better <laughs> than shit, which is uh, usually what we get. So uh, Derek, it's good to have you back commenting. Um, if you're listening in the future, be like Derek. 
and join us for the live Absolutely. show and comment and join Derek in the uh, ridiculousness that is a live episode of this show. This is the Break the Bell podcast. It if is. you didn't know, if you you found that like stumbled across like a clip or something, you're like, what? Is, you know, what is this thing? This is the Break the Bell podcast, um, and we do it live mostly on Monday nights. It's been it's been kind of up in the air, um, <laughs> but, but mostly. But we're we're still sticking to that yes. that every Monday night. And as summer winds down, we should be pretty oh, yeah. solid on Monday nights. I, I, I would think so, yeah. yeah. So um, welcome, I guess. If you're new, if you're not new, welcome. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we, we've got some a couple different topics to talk about, uh, but I, I'm going to tie them together. There's, there's always a way I, to yes, tie the two yes. together. We are going to talk about uh, there's, there's been some uh, ongoing protests in Israel regarding like the the threat to end democracy in israel which is everything these days everything's the end of democracy so i don't know how serious i should take this because like literally everything that doesn't go right in line with the current thing is the end of democracy on the other hand i'm not gonna get we're gonna get kicked off youtube for saying this i'm not an israel apologist so I don't fucking care to be honest. Yeah. Even after watching Oppenheimer, still no, no, okay, okay, no, still not an Israel apologist. That was a, that was a good movie though. It was yeah. the longest shit. Yeah, it was well, three hours it long. Three hours. Three hours yeah. long. And but what's the guy's name that plays him? Uh, Cillian Murphy. He's a he's a fantastic. Oh, actor. he's awesome. Yeah. Have you watched Peaky Blinders yet? Oh yeah. Okay. I love Peaky Blinders. That's that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back. I was gonna the say the only reason I went and saw. Oppenheimer was because, because of, him. of him. Okay, yes, so. him and, and and Christopher Nolan directing. They're kind of they're, they make a good team, right? So. That too. So, um, but that that was good. I didn't feel a ton of Israel apologist okayism in that, but I mean, obviously it was there. Yeah. Uh, but that a, a post I had seen um had said that basically that's the feeling they got from it and I so mean, that's why you, was... there, you could sense it yeah. yeah it was just like well we this this is probably a really bad idea but uh the jews are getting killed right now and we don't want the jews to get killed so right. we need to keep going with this thing yeah. so i mean there was that but... and, and christopher nolan is he's always been accused of kind of having kind of a libertarian slant really? to his movies okay and that was a big thing oh, he got yeah, from the like the batman yeah. movies yeah, and stuff I see and that so... um in the batman movie but um, the, I think that the Joker was probably the most libertarian thing out yeah, of that. And I movie, totally though. relate to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about this, uh, fiasco with the, the new, the latest Jason Aldean. Is that Aldean? Aldean? I, I think it's Aldean. Aldean? Aldean. I think it's Aldean. Uh, the, the latest, uh, fiasco with his newest, uh, yes. Single that was, uh, try that in a small town. Yes. So, so we're going to, we got to talk about that because, Everybody's talking about it. It's leftists freak- are pissed. Leftists are pissed. He's coming out and being like, guys, that's not what I was saying. Yeah. Um, he's pushing back against cancel culture. They're trying to cancel him. CMT dropped his video, yeah. which I thought was bizarre. That is bizarre. That's like Bud Light having a tranny on their can. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I just feel like yeah. CMT might. They might get some get backlash. the backlash yeah. that that Budweiser got by yeah. having um, Dylan Mulvaney on their can. Right. So they could end up like the Dixie Chicks, and they're gonna have to change their name. <laughs> it, it, it's possible. Yeah. So uh, we'll see where that goes. We're gonna we'll talk about that. Yeah. 
a little later on in the show. So uh, before we get into the show, got to drink coffee first. I picked it up and then realized I'm talking. I can't really drink and talk, but then I'll, I'll just make you guys wait for it. Um, before we get into the show, we obviously have to mention, check us out all over social media. Uh, before I go there, I get, we got to talk about social media for a second. That's... We got to talk about Twitter. Okay. Like, what the fuck's going on with Twitter? Have you? I haven't like, been paying do, attention. Uh, okay, let me pull this. Let me pull this shit up. Twitter changed its logo. Oh. Like, just, well, he, he said yesterday, hey, we're going to change our logo. And then today, when I went to log into Twitter, just like 20 minutes ago, um, it happened. It, like, literally happened. Here is, let me get this up. Here is Twitter's new logo. The, the old one is next to it, the, the bird, the blue it's bird. It's X? It's just an X. A white X on a black background. That's really weird. The only thing, like, I can't understand what he's got going on with this. The only thing I um, can, like, tie this to is, like, SpaceX. Right, that's what I was thinking. Like, like he's is he trying to brand with his other Mm -hmm. ventures? But he's never branded any other, anything together. It's not Tesla X. No, nothing like that, or the boring X company. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he just decided on a whim to change this to the X. Huh. And he even changed Twitter's Twitter account to X. Like, the, it's just named X now. Hmm. So I don't know if he's going to rename. Is he right. going to rename Twitter as X? I I don't fucking know. Huh. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um. So I, I was reading an article. I couldn't find really any reason why. But they're like, this is part of his strategy to... Uh, to make Twitter the everything app. Remember he talked about oh, making yeah. it an everything app. So is he just like completely right. redoing it? Like, I, I don't know. I don't fucking huh. know. But social media. We are on X, I guess. <laughs> I don't even, I'm guessing it's still twitter.com forward slash yeah. whatever. But you can find us at <laughs> X, um, at our handle at Break the Bell Pod, as well as Facebook and Instagram, which I don't do anything on Instagram. Uh, you deleted your Instagram. So yeah, we it was might too as well just time stop. consuming. Yeah, we might as well just say fuck Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we're we're on Facebook and we're on X. Um, at the handle at Break the Bell Pod. We also have a forum on Facebook called the Breaking the Bell Forum, where, where you can come out and hang out with us too. Uh, Twitter was brought under the X Corp name. He wanted to change PayPal to X back in the day. What is his fascination with X? I don't know. Huh. Uh. Derek also said, Larry the Bird is no more. I thought he was saying Larry Bird is like, I, I know. I was, I was like, like no! what, what did I miss? What did I fucking miss? Not Larry gonna, Bird. We're going to change the, the fucking, the whole show to tribute to Larry Bird if that's <laughs> yeah, the case. Right? But no, Larry the Bird is no more. We are now under the X Corp. I guess Facebook did that when they changed to Meta. To Meta. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's now X Corp. Yeah. Um, PayPal, he wanted to be X. I, He's got a fascination with X's. Uh, well, yeah, and as did I when I first started reading X-Men. Well, obviously. Back in the maybe, 90s. Maybe he's just a big nerd like that you. That could be. He's I a mean, big comic book nerd. Possibly, I guess. Um, we're going to get into this episode uh, really, really shortly. Like I said, make sure you check us out. Share us far and wide all over the X's and the the the, the metas and whatever the fuck we're calling them. <laughs> like, within like a year, it's no longer Facebook and Twitter. It's meta and X. X right. Like, yeah. we got to change literally everything. Uh, so check us out on Meta and X, and also you can go to our website, which is 
uh, breakthebellpod.com. You can find access to some kick-ass merch and some other things and links to everything we do. So do that. Check it out. Share us far and wide. Otherwise, we're going to get right into this intro, and we'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? We're back. Some chill ass music, you know, looking for clues. Yes, crime <laughs> caper music, Dick Tracy music. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like jinkies. <laughs> Scooby Doo music. Oh yeah, definitely Scooby Doo music. Um, not really talking about anything mysterious this week though, but I just haven't changed music because I'm fucking lazy. I think we can make this mysterious. We can. We can make anything mysterious. That's right. The the non-mystery is, seems like every week or so anymore, there's another like European country that is in like mass protests, like on the verge of toppling the government as we know it. And it either goes one of two ways. Either A, they topple the government, but it's a country that we don't give a shit about, so who fucking cares? Or B, nothing happens, it gets squashed by the government, we we forget about it, and um, probably massive human rights issues oh, take yeah. place but but we like that government so we're gonna we're right. we're just gonna turn the other way right absolutely like when like the ones that get toppled the higher-ups care about it because usually like a little strategy piece we always talk about like a little right. like satellite or uh like a proxy war state and mm-hmm. we we cause it to get toppled if it, right. if it gets toppled it's because we cause it to if it doesn't get toppled it's because we uh help them not get toppled right um and the ones that get toppled are the ones that us peon Americans are like, eh, who cares about right. Haiti? Or, or, or the NED was involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, who cares about Haiti? It's just a little shithole country. Right. Uh, but then there's like Israel, and it's like, oh, we can't let Israel fail. And then um, whatever happens, it gets... Or Ukraine. Or, or yeah, exactly. But um, those, the ones that make it, usually we don't hear about what... What happens to the protesters right. afterwards? Yeah. Because that's what I—that's the real story. I would like to right. know what happens to the protesters after. That, that's it the gets part squashed. you never, because you never hear when, the, from the victors, you never hear about the victims, right? No, of course not. Yeah, no one's like, oh yeah, well they lined up 120 people and shot them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just shitty uh, protesters. Yeah. I mean, they had it coming to them. Who cares? Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't Dirty hippies. Know. Yes. So this this week's protest of choice uh, takes the stage in Israel, like one of the countries that you're not allowed to, as outsiders, you're not allowed to talk negatively about, right. for which uh, you'll you'll get pegged as an anti-Semite just by saying, you know, that country is doing something. Maybe we shouldn't support that. And you're like, oh my God, are you an anti-Semite? Oh, they're they're like murdering citizens, like civilians. Right, stealing um, their property. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sh- should we actually be sending them all the support that, yeah. oh, you're a fucking anti-Semite. Or even are a you Christian, a Nazi? You can't question because, you know, Israel is kind of the, the chosen people, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, oh... They're yeah. God's chosen people. Do you like? Do you want to be smited by God for like talking against His right. chosen people? Which, yeah, we won't go. We no, won't go there. That, that's a whole oh, different rabbit hole. That's a different rabbit hole. Uh, we definitely won't go there because that will get us kicked off YouTube <laughs> just by um, yeah uh, saying what was just in my head. So and it wasn't it wasn't anti-Semitic. Depends on, I guess, your definition of anti-Semitism. Wasn't racist in any yes. stretch. But, but Israel has been on some questionable decisions in the last 50 years 60 years um i don't know because i can't say that because that would make me anti-semitic you okay. freaking nazi bastard i'll let you keep digging your grave though so bill's been canceled this week so so there yeah i would just just mute you um now we're in a very confusing stage right now because a we have israel who you can't like talk against but b you have benjamin netanyahu which who is considered the most extreme far-right president of israeli history mm. all of a sudden like suddenly he's been he's this he's on his sixth term as prime minister he has been oh, yeah. prime minister collectively for at least 15 years yeah. and suddenly this last time He's like the most far right. Well, now, now they're comparing him to Putin. Oh, okay. I so mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Nazis. Putin. Whereas he, I mean, he was being held up by the right, like what ten years ago when he like kind of snapped at Obama, and everybody's like, "Oh man, he's awesome, right?" And yeah. now it's like he's being compared to Putin. Well, yeah, he's Putin. He's uh, far right. He's like the worst. The yeah. he's the problem with Israel. Israel's not the problem. It's Netanyahu that's the right. problem. And like, I don't know. It's. It's such my like mental gymnastics to to know what's going on, like what our opinions are supposed right. to be there, because like a year ago, we I think we talked about um, like the the um, Israel Palestinian yeah. conflict and stuff. And you'd yeah. be considered anti-Semitic for possibly thinking questioning that uh, questioning Israel's reactions to Palestine right. or like them, like, I, I don't know, just all that shit. Yeah. Um, but today, it's just like if you're reading, it's like, well, Netanyahu is the reason there's so much violence against uh, the Palestinians. Netanyahu is the reason, like, who's trying to get rid of the two party or the two state. What What is that called? Yeah, the, the two the two state system. Yeah, whatever it's called. They have a they have a phrase. Yeah. For it. I can't remember. But um, all of a sudden, it's like all the shit that we couldn't say about Israel because it was anti-Semitic. It's now fine to say it towards netanyahu because mm-hmm. he's like the donald trump of israel so right. so it's fine now if you right. say that but you have to say that it's benjamin netanyahu it's not israel right. it's just that one single person yeah. that 
somebody put in office 16 times six, six <laughs> times for 15 16 years yeah. yes so I, I i don't know i'm not going there completely i just want to talk about mostly the yeah um so so what's going on right now is there so benjamin netanyahu is the prime minister and then they have a president too i can't think of his name but there's a He's president as, as well. No, it's more of a like a ceremonial thing. It's kind right. of like the Queen of England, no, or it's like how Russia does their thing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so Netanyahu, there's Netanyahu's prime minister. They have their own like parliament type thing. Then they have uh, a Supreme Court. Well, their Supreme Court, like their checks and balances, quote unquote, work similar to ours, um, where the Supreme Court can like kind of shut down a decision right. made from the others, but they have this it's like a called the unreasonable clause or something like that where basically all they have to do is say no that's that's unreasonable shut down right. like you can't do that that's unreasonable so i mean i i don't know if it's that simple but that's basically how like netanyahu's playing it out and um they're trying they're they were pushing to vote on an amendment that would get rid of that unreasonable clause part mm -hmm. of the judiciary powers. So limiting the judiciary powers. And if you call it limiting the judiciary powers, it instantly goes to, oh, we are uh, like just throwing democracy out the window. Right. So that that's kind of the the center stage for all of this. So when you when so some of these don't get into detail about it. They're just like, oh, him limiting the judiciary right. powers. That's that's what they're referring to. Right. I'm gonna pull up this article. This is from Reuters, Reuters, what is it? Reuters, Reuters, Reuter Reuters, Reuter Reuters. Um, this is titled Tens of Thousands of Israelis March as Vote on Judicial Curb Nears. Let me blow this up. Let me try to blow this up. There we go. So this um, says tens of thousands of Israelis opposed to a ju judicial overhaul sought by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu marched to Jerusalem on Saturday as pressures mounted on his right-wing government to scrap a bill that would curtail the Supreme Court's powers. The, the government bid to change the ju judiciary has plunged Israel into one of its worst political crises, sparking nationwide protests, denting the economy, and stirring concern among Western allies. Now, this happened Saturday, I said, right? Mm -hmm. Two days ago, thousands, tens of thousands marched to, what was it, Jerusalem? March, yes. Yeah, marched yeah. to Jerusalem. Worst political crises, one of its worst political, like it's it's been a day and a half, right? Maybe right. two days now. Yeah. Worst political crises, right? Uh, dented the economy. What for a day, a fucking day? How long did protests go on here? And that was fine, right? Right, that was yeah. okay. That was, that was, the was summer of pro rage, right? yeah, right? No, it's the summer of love. Come oh, on, that's, get it right. That's my bad. How my long bad. did that go on here? And nobody was concerned about the uh, the um the economic dent or the uh, worst political crises in right. U.S. history. Not, none of that. None of those phrases came up. But yeah. in this situation, um, so, okay, so maybe, no, this would this wouldn't have been this past. Yeah, it would have been. What's yeah. today's date? The 24th? Yeah. Yeah, 24th. Yeah, so this would have been posted, like, the day that this happened, unless they're referring to 
the previous Saturday, but I didn't hear about it. I, no. I get, I, my understanding is that this has been like a day. Yeah. Two well, days. And two days it's, max. It's escalated very quickly. Well, yeah, but still so. took things escalate very quickly. Yeah. Like protests escalate very quickly. But to call it like, I mean, they must have a very good political system <laughs> if this is one of their worst political crises. Yeah. Well, and, and so I, my my. My understanding is it, it started last week because Net and I, non you, Benny, ended it's up going. BB. He BB? goes by it like literally his okay, BB. nickname is BB. I like Benny better, but I'll go with BB. I had a pacemaker put in while oh, things were starting We're to escalate. There. We're going to get All there. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so sorry. this must have been. Well, the pacemaker was put in on Sunday, but we will get there. Yes. Um, But yeah, that is interesting. Uh, I will talk about that because. <laughs> But, but my understanding, I feel like that's convenient, highly convenient. Right, right. During one of the yeah. worst, pl- he all of a sudden needs a pacemaker, yeah. uh, and we've seen that before. Yeah, I mean, like, where oh, someone's like, "Oh, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't available while I, this I was going on." Just going through open heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. It's like, show yeah. me the scar, bitch, because he's back in <laughs> the office today. Yeah, right. It's right. like, really, you went through open yeah. heart surgery? I don't know. Is it open heart or is do they go in like through your yeah. like? groinal veins and stuff. Yeah, I don't either know. way. I, I hope to never find out. <laughs> either way to come back from yeah. a heart procedure the next day. I, yeah. I, no, I don't I don't know if I buy that. But, but my understanding and I apologize if we're going to get there, but you know that the the unions are threatening to to walk out that you have reservists in the yep. military saying, "Hey, we're we're done if this passes." Oh yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, could you imagine the United States taking that kind of measures on anything? No, because can you imagine if a reservist even said, I'm oh. not going to show up to work tomorrow? Right. They'd That's be thrown in the brig. Yeah. yeah. Says carrying blue and white Israeli flags a kilometers long, which they had to put in quotes or in parentheses so we knew what kilometers meant. <laughs> My, also, or miles long. <laughs> Column of protesters hiked up the winding highway to Jerusalem under a scorching summer sun to the sounds of beating drums and anti-government chants. Democracy as is not as certain as it used to be, said Ido Golan, a protester from Central Israel who joined with his partner and two young children, one on his back and a baby carrier. It's very important for us and also for them to know we did what we can to save democracy. I hate that phrase. Does this like not sound like the most cookie cutter MSNBC yeah. reporter reporting that like like, I feel like they're taking this out of the U.S. playbook. Oh, hell yeah. Like, what is this? What Did Brett Kavanaugh get, a, like, nominated to the Supreme Court there? <laughs> yeah. Did Donald Trump go there and run for it? Like, right. that that's, this sounds so cookie cutter, like MSNBC yeah. bullshit. It's like, yeah. democracy is at stake right now. The way, the, yeah. way we, the way we know it. I mean, it sounds exactly like the Brett Kavanaugh trials, mm-hmm. hearings, the, the, um, or the, the Roe v. Wade overturning, shit right. like that. Like right. everything yeah. here is yeah. that again doesn't go with the current thing, is a threat to democracy. Yeah. And for that, like I I don't like I don't buy into this bullshit. Again, I'm not an Israel apologist, not yeah. a Netanyahu apologist for by any stretch, right. but when they come out and they're just so blatantly like, democracy is at stake here, guys. I I weep for the loss of it. It's just like First of all, newsflash, it, it's not really real anymore anyway. I don't know about you guys there, 
But over here, it's not really well, so much a thing nobody, anymore. Nobody has a pure democracy. Right. And they haven't for thousands of years. So to, to throw that term around, it's like, I don't think this means what you think it means. Right, exactly. You know? So it's, and I, I told you when I was on vacation, there is a, a headline on MSNBC that popped up that said, saving democracy from the next Trump. You know, so it, they, they like to throw that out as fear porn, you know. Right, exactly. And... I, again, I don't know the situation over there, but when I hear that, like we're, we don't want our children to think we didn't do everything we could to save democracy. It's like, well, maybe, maybe they are right. Like reservists are threatened to walk out. Like they're threatening actual measures that might do something versus um, wearing a, a freaking vagina cap on your head outside the Supreme Court. Right. Like, right. like maybe, yeah. maybe things are different there. I'm not sure says the protesters had walked for several days through a heat wave with their numbers swelling as they reached the city gates. As night fell, they rallied outside Parliament ahead of a Sunday debate and subsequent vote on the bill, which would limit the Supreme Court's power to void what it considered unreasonable government or ministerial decisions. Tens of thousands more protested across the country, uh, including 100,000 people in business hub Tel Tel Aviv. Uh, Netanyahu's religious nationalist coalition says the bill, which parliament is scheduled to vote on by Monday, is needed to balance out the branches of power. So Netanyahu saying we need to, to curb this a little bit to balance out for more for checks and balances. And the people on the other side are we need to keep this for checks and balances. Right. So, like, who's who's really what now? You got to realize who Netanyahu is, too, because he's currently under investigation for corruption. Right. He's been under investigation for corruption during his last term. He was under investigation during a previous term. Like the last one was, or one of the, the previous ones back in like 2015 or something was he, tell me if this doesn't sound like a Joe Biden moment or really any US president moment. He told like, he passed some like he was in cahoots with this big newspaper owner or right. news corporation owner, and he passed a bill that would make it more difficult for that corporation's competitor. OK, I don't know what he did, but in exchange for that news corporation to talk him up as the greatest thing. So, right. Kind of a tip for tat. Right. Dang that. Very, so, very U.S. Very, very Joe Biden yeah, type thing yeah, or, or any U.S. politician type thing. Um, let's see who is commenting. Derek. Derek says for the republic for which it stands, not the democracy for which it stands. People forget that. Uh, they, they, they do. Um, even even republic doesn't even quite describe what we have going on here these days. So. <laughs> Um, it says critics say the amendment is being rushed through par parliament and will open the door to the abuse of power. Oh shit. <laughs> Polls suggest widespread misgivings among Israelis and Washington has urged Netanyahu to seek consensus on any reforms, which should also keep judiciary independent. All right. Washington tells Benjamin Netanyahu that he shouldn't reform the judiciary branch and should keep that kind of independent. Which kind of makes me think that maybe he should. <laughs> now, if you remember, 
recently our judiciary branch said, well, our president's like, we're going to forgive all this freaking college debt. And our judiciary said, no, you can't do that. Yeah. And what did Joe Biden said? Say, we'll, we'll find a way. He pretty much said, fuck you. We're going to yeah, do it anyway. Right, right. But then he is going to Netanyahu and being yeah. like, you got to uphold what the Supreme oh, yeah. Court says because that's yeah. just an abuse of power. It's like, yeah, these, these Netanyahu's are the, got to be yeah. pointing back at him like, what the fuck are yeah, you exactly. talking He's about? He's the same guy who's like, hey, uh, we may pack the courts, you know, and, right. so that we can make sure we're getting fair rulings. Exactly. You know, fair rulings. <laughs> yeah, that's, rulings. that's how exactly <laughs> how it works. Exactly. Um, but but he has the old man balls to turn to <laughs> Netanyahu and be like, yeah, you can't do that. Because that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's but, so but like maybe hip, he's seen that in person, but maybe behind closed doors, he's like, yeah, go ahead and let's see what happens. You know, let's see how this plays out. Well, no, no. Well, maybe just because Netanyahu is considered a right wing thing. So if this does crash in his face, they can be like, oh, it's because of these white right wing nationalists. Yeah, that's right. why. So either way, they don't give a shit. Because I can truly see Biden trying to do something like this. Oh, I've. Absolutely. Be like, he probably you know, is. We're gonna we're gonna take the the unreasonable clause out of the Supreme Court because you know it's not really cool that they're trying to overturn the student loan thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but you can't do it because you're a right wing. Yeah. The crisis has even sown division within the military, which is what you said. Long viewed as a political melt an apolitical melting pot for a fractious society with concerns about war readiness voiced on both sides of the debate. Dozens of former security chiefs, including military police and Mossad heads, some of whom had served under Netanyahu, uh, published an open letter to the premier on Saturday to call off the vote and voiced support for reservists who have said they will no longer serve in protests against the government's campaign. Um, Netanyahu, who is on trial for corruption that he denies, has said he has been striving for broad agreements and has placed the onus on opposition parties to make compromise blah 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 a bunch of other shit um i have this other one that kind of goes a little more into debt that i wanted into debt into detail what the hell i got debt on my mind apparently <laughs> um this one goes a little more into detail talks about extreme well first of all some protesters were saying democracy or revolution, respect existence or expect resistance. I like that. It's catchy. Do you think the Israelis came up with that or do you think that was on a pamphlet from uh, the NED? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but I mean, the only people that came could have come up with that would be the Palestinians, I would think. Right. Not the yeah. Israelis, but maybe, I, maybe I they know. liked it and decided to keep it. I don't know. Um, it says, on Saturday evening, thousands of protesters entered Jerusalem protesting near Parliament, the Supreme Court, and the Prime Minister's residence. They arrived in Jerusalem after a multi-day march. We talked about that. This government is an extreme religious government, and hopefully he will take it down as quickly as possible, said Guy. Or hopefully we will take it down as quickly as possible, said Guy Maiden. Does that sound like an Israeli name? Guy? No, <laughs> no, it does not. I didn't think Guy so. Maiden? Guy Maiden. That sounds a little made up. <laughs> Who participated in the march along with his family. Carrying Israeli flags, water bottles, and umbrellas against the scorching sun, the protesters had been marching for days. Uh, by evening, many planned to camp near Nes Knesset as lawmakers debate on the so-called reasonability clause. 
says protesters Karen Moore said she was campaigning for the rights of all communities. So reasonability clause is the only thing up on the bargaining table as far as I know. Now this protest protester says women, LGBTQ, Arabs, Hasidic, all of them feel like their rights are overthrown by the government. Hmm. I, maybe is, is he trying has he tried in the past to pass things like anti-LGBTQ right. things and the Supreme I'm, Court's like yes. no, you can't do that. That's unreasonable. That's, that that would be the only I can think of. But this alone, I'm just like, that's yeah. getting a little yeah, it's a little right. carried away. But again, I don't know the backstory. And, and of what... that would make sense that we're missing some context. Yeah, there. I mean, he is super far right, I guess, yeah. and super ultra religious. So possibly says they are trying to overthrow the entire democracy, basic civil law and human rights. And we're here to stop it <sighs> again. MSNBC talking heads sounds like right. Netanyahu's government or BB's government. Uh, which includes extreme right and ultra-Orthodox Jewish allies, plans to curb the court's power granted under the clause, arguing that the changes are necessary to ensure a better balance of power. Now, this is, it, it, it's getting interesting, though, that they are now distinguishing between certain Jewish communities. Mm -hmm. Because before, it was just like, you can't say anything against the Jewish communities. Now, um, this is kind of going the way that, like, evangelical christianity is going here it's just like these ultra orthodox jewish allies it's like i didn't even know we we're allowed to say anything bad about them but if you throw <laughs> the phrase right wing in there i guess it's you fine say bad things about anybody i guess now i don't know i like when did that rule change because i was not aware of that like i don't know had you heard a whole lot of criticism against ultra orthodox jewish communities as of recently I, until I have, today I, no no i have not i have not but you've hit the nail on the head what's that uh, apparently net bb apparently uh he has strong and his people and his government have strong anti-lgbtq um views well they're ultra orthodox jewish well people, yes yes, so. yes yes and so um yeah so, um, yeah, so apparently that's what they're afraid of. Now, critics accuse him, who's on trial of corruption charges, like I said, yeah. of trying to use these reforms to quash possible judgments against him. So they, like some critics think it's a personal thing, like, well, if I if I get rid of that, then that they can't like charge me with certain things, no, you know, yeah, right, we right, can right. make, yeah. we can pass laws that make it fine to accept bribes yeah. and things like that. And the Supreme court can't do it. There's something more here. There's gotta be something yeah. more here. Well, and I, and it's not just the, again, it's not the anti LGBTQ no, no, thing. No, no, it's no, not no. the anti-Muslim thing no. because um, yeah, you can throw that out there to cater to all your liberal folks and all your left wing right. folks, but well, there's that's something, how you fire your base, right? Yeah, there's something fucking more here. There's got to be. Um, they talk about trying to overthrow in the entire democracy. Do you? I again, I don't know Benjamin Netanyahu, but they they are yeah. they're painting him out like Donald Trump. That's why right. I I I don't care for De Benjamin Netanyahu. I don't know enough about him to right. give two shits about him, but I'm not an apologist for him. But the 
the way they're painting him exactly like Donald Trump makes me think that there is like a vendetta to get him out, whether it's because he's nationalist, which. But, but we've seen that movement for the last couple of years. They've tried to take anybody with nationalistic views and push them out. But and, since when has Israel not been a nationalistic well, state? It was founded on national, like know. Jewish nationalism. I know. So to come out and be like, and we're, I'm going to go on a tirade and get us kicked <laughs> off YouTube. But to come out against the one uh, Israeli guy that is a, is a nationalist, a Jewish nationalist, when the entire country was founded on Jewish nationalism. I, I know, but but we are quickly approaching 2030. And and we got the whole, you know, the the whole, you know, WEF. I, I understand. I, and, I, and, and and I, I feel like they're trying to shore up any nationalistic rulers out there. Well, yeah, but but we've kind of like protected the Israeli nationalism over all other nationalism for so long now that yeah. it's just like how now you're starting to see this awkward shift. Right. I like. It was it was different when the United States when we went from like patriotism, like rah rah patriotism, uh, anti terrorism patriotism, it to slow like twenty year merge like morph to patriotism is bad and right. it's racist and blah blah blah. Right. Well, here it's just it's so much more awkward because it's like if you even spoke out against Israeli nationalism, you're an anti-Semite. Right. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden within the last year, it's just like, oh, this like horrible Israeli nationalism. It's like, they, I guess we got to do something about Israel. Like is Israel the final piece there? Right. That it's just like, yes, I, I know that they're like the whole thing. Zionism was, is nationalism or what, what have you. Right. Um, but we, Somehow we, we got to get out, away from that. Yeah. And we're going to make Benjamin Netanyahu the scapegoat for that. Yeah. And obviously he's the father of all Israeli nationalism, right. not not the whole like existence, of the modern existence right. of Israel as a state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would make sense that Benny and Bibi. It's sorry. Bibi. Sorry. I, I like Benny. Bibi and Putin are some of the last pieces. Yeah, I guess, I guess, but I I never would have guessed that they were gonna turn, but they can't turn Israel as a state into Russia, the, no, into the next no. Russia. But they do have to throw. Maybe that's why I thought when they when they put Netanyahu back in because right. I was just like, well, he was under a lot of corruption charges well, yeah. before, and people didn't really like him towards the end there. Why is he back? And then as soon as he came back, it's like with this ultra, like the most right wing extreme government right. in Israel's history. It's just like 15 years of Netanyahu. And now he's all right. of a sudden uber right wing. Yeah. So maybe that was just they're They're like, let's let's get this guy back. Let's let's pat him with like ultra mm -hmm. like right wing people. And then we can use that as a reason to be like, no, this ain't working for you guys. These Jewish Nazis aren't going to work. Right. But but remember, I mean, Putin's been in Russia for how long? I mean, 20 years, 20 some years. It's uh, the day before Y2K. And it's only really been since, what, 2014 that he's been like the boogeyman. I don't know. Alex Jones said he was uh, on Y2K, said he was uh, Vlad the Ruthless or something like that. So <laughs> Alex, Alex Jones is, was way ahead of the curve. Um, so as you mentioned, as you spoiled, Conveniently, uh, while all these protests are taking place, Netanyahu happens to fall ill and is hospitalized. 
And my first thought when I saw that he was hospitalized was that motherfucker got poisoned or something. They're <laughs> right, trying to right. take his ass out. But no, he's back. But um, it, this is weird, too. And people are calling. It's almost like all this is just playing right into this anti-Netanyahu. Like, it's not anti-Semitism. It's anti-Netanyahu at right. this point. Um, because even like his hospitalization, they're criticizing because <laughs> his government came out and was like, because early last week he like passed out. Right. And they took him to the hospital and put a heart monitor on him. And they said for an entire week that he suffered from dehydration. Well, all of a sudden he gets hospitalized again. And the hospital comes out and it's like, yeah, we fitted him with a pacemaker. It wasn't even as governed. The hospital's like, oh, yeah, we treated uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and we fitted him with a pacemaker. And all of a sudden everybody's like, what? You said he was, you lied to us. You said he was dehydrated. Um, we questioned, because I think even the government's like, oh, his heart's perfectly fine. Everything's mm -hmm. fine. It's like, well, you don't treat people with a pacemaker when they have dehydration right. <laughs> so this is extreme yeah this is from cnbc it says israel's netanyahu is taken to a hospital for a heart procedure and placed under sedation as hundreds of thousands march in protest of his plans to overhaul the judiciary and again it's just a rather convenient time for him to fall right. ill says uh israeli prime minister benjamin netanyahu said early sunday he was going to the hospital for an emergency procedure to receive a pacemaker but vowed to press ahead with his controversial judicial over overhaul plan in a brief videotaped statement released at 2 a.m local time netanyahu said he had been fitted with a monitoring device after being briefly hospitalized last week for what his office said was dehydration he set an alarm on the device beep Saturday night, meaning he needed a pacemaker immediately. It just suddenly went off. They're mm. like, oh, he needs a pacemaker. Yeah. Like he got dehydrated. And usually when you get dehydrated, they put a heart monitor on you for an entire week. Then all yes. of a sudden it's like, beep, beep, you need a pacemaker. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. They saw something last week when he fell ill, passed out or whatever. And they're like, uh, this might not be good. We should uh, keep an eye on this. So they monitor it. And it probably kept going on into AFib or whatever, whatever it was mm. like bad heart rates. Right. And uh, they decided, yeah, yeah, this confirmed to originally thinking, yes, you do need a pacemaker. It wasn't the emergency beeped. And it's like, oh, it said the, the monitor said he needs pacemaker. Let's do it. Because usually they try to like give you medication right. to like. To, yeah. Balance things. Balance, out. Yeah, yeah, to regulate your yeah. your heart rate, and then if that doesn't work, then um, they'll go for the pacemakers yeah. or surgeries or whatever. Maybe that's his his ploy, where he just fakes a heart attack whenever people like kind of surround him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he's that guy. It's that one. <laughs> he's uh Pierce's dad yeah. on uh, Community. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I <laughs> uh, says I feel excellent, but I listen to my doctors. He said. In a short statement, Netanyahu's office said it, Israel's leader would be placed under sedation. The top deputy justice minister, Yariv Levin, was to stand in for him. His office made the announcement as Israel faces widespread st street protests over Netanyahu's continuous judicial overhaul plan. The plan has triggered months of protests. Now this one's saying months. The hmm. last one, maybe that was just that one march. Yeah, maybe that was like one the big individual one. big march 
on Saturday, the, the final stand or something, the J6 of Israel. There you go. With hundreds of thousands of taken to the streets Saturday night to demonstrate against it ahead of key parliament vote on Monday. Levin is the mastermind of the overhaul plan. So the guy that was standing in for him. Uh, Netanyahu's office said the prime minister would receive the pacemaker at Israel's Sheba Hospital, where he was treated last week as well. He's expected to be released from the hospital on Sunday and head to Knesset or Parliament ahead of the expected vote on his overhaul. I think he was just hiding out yeah. until this all happened. I mean, that that's what this tells me. It I I don't think he got a pacemaker. No. I don't think he was really I'm going to go into hiding, but people yeah. are going to ask, why aren't you out here in front of everybody right. while the, all this massive protest? Yeah. That's going to make me look weak. So I'm going to tell them my heart is yeah. a problem, but I over what, What's going to happen this. is everybody in the government building that opposes him is going to start plugging in microwaves to, <laughs> just to see if bring they can in, get them to pass out, bringing in big ass magnets yep. and shit. Yes. Let's, Oops, let's see. What he, it's like, <laughs> Mr. Netanyahu, what's your vote? <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. Oh man. We're fucked up. We're going to hell. We're going to Jewish hell. So, when did, did when did all this hate for Netanyahu start? Was it Obama where it, it all started? Because I, I, I didn't so, really yeah. pay a lot of attention. Yeah, to he yeah he he stood put a hard stance against uh, Obama, and yeah, that's that's pretty much where I think people started turning against him. Well, I think Obama was more like pro Palestinian, I guess. Yeah, because. You know, oh yeah, he always has been. As we all know, he's a Muslim, right? As as <laughs> all those people said, I I I don't yeah. know. I don't give a shit at this yeah. point either. Doesn't um, matter. All that matters is we know Michelle's a man. <laughs> I mean that too, which makes the whole Muslim thing really it, weird. It does. <laughs> um, it's a different branch. <laughs> so so he's a nationalist, like yes. we said. He's apparently ultra religious, which I think is. Is that a new thing? No, I think he always has been. Really? Yeah. Well, well, it just wasn't talked about as they've much. They've never displayed him as like the Taliban yeah. of right. Israel. Yeah. Because he was kind of, I always looked at him as kind of, and I know you're going to love this, but as Israel's George Bush, like, like senior George Bush. Okay. With, you know, the Mossad a little bit, military ties and, but just, ne they never really talked about his religious affiliation. Right. That, well, George Bush was a religious fanatic too, didn't you know? Of course. Um, he's far right, which is which is obviously the worst part of it. Um now I was ranting about like the nationalism and Zionism. Apparently, like Israel, like he is the cause of the fall of liberal Zionism. Hmm. Well, can you explain the difference, please? <laughs> Let me like I didn't want to get into this whole article, but because this talks about Netanyahu, why Benjamin Netanyahu loves the European far right? Because he's communist. Uh, so this this like this ties him directly to no. They'd rather him be a communist. I know, he's I a know, Nazi. I'm he's a fucking Nazi, is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. It says the meeting of the so-called Israeli Nazi. We'll find out. All right. 
Can yeah, okay. <laughs> the meeting of the so-called Visegrad states. Let me pull this one up so people can read along. Um, in Israel, that had been scheduled for February 19th, was the natural culmination of the efforts of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to integrate his country into the nationalistic, racist, and anti-Semitic Eastern European bloc that is the enemy of the liberal West. Huh. Unpack that sentence for me. Wow. Right? <laughs> efforts of the Israeli Prime Minister to integrate his country into the nationalist, racist, and anti-Semitic Eastern European bloc that's the enemy of the liberal West. How is that even possible? I don't know. <laughs> Leading to, okay, I skipped something. Says, then last week, so this was an old article. Um, Who's the article from? Newsweek. Okay. No, foreignpolicy.com. Oh, okay. Not foreign affairs. Oh, but foreign, foreign policy. policy, probably, probably the same. Probably their, their brother. Probably. It doesn't even give a date. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, 2019. Oh, OK. Says then last week, Netanyahu declared that the Poles cooperated with the Nazis. So he's accepting of these like kind of more of the Nazi Eastern European right. nations. But then he called the Polish out for cooperating with Nazis, with the Nazis while acting foreign minister. Israel Katz asserted that Poles suckle anti-Semitism with their mother's milk, <laughs> leading to a <laughs> that's quite the, the visual, <laughs> leading to fury in Warsaw. Katz remarks, quoting the late Prime Minister Yitz, Yitzhak Shamir, a Jew. I didn't think you could call him a Jew anymore. I, you, I don't think you're supposed to. Who grew up in Poland, <laughs> like his predecessors David Ben Gurion and Menchim Begin. Uh, may have been nasty, but many Polish Jews in Israel would agree with them. But the fact that Poland's governing law and justice party pulled out of the scheduled meeting in order to protect its credibility with its rapidly nationalist and anti-Semitic base, and that the event has become a series of bilateral meetings instead of a summit has not changed its basic purpose. It's a great mistake to think Netanyahu's courtship of the European far right is only a matter of real politic and a defense of political interests, um, as so-and-so argued in a recent uh, piece. Nothing could be further from the truth, just as there is nothing more ridiculous than turning to Zionism's founder, Theodore Herzl, uh, to justify the present Israeli support of the nationalist, racist, Eastern European right. <laughs> the reality states composing the Visegrad bloc, Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, and Czech Republic form a common entity imbued with hostility to the values of the Enlightenment, to human rights, to the concept of a nation as a community of citizens, to the principle of equality, and generally speaking, to foreigners. Hmm. So the one thing... Netanyahu and all these Nazis have in common is uh, their their disdain for uh, the principle of equality and human rights and foreigners. Okay. In normal conditions, these states would not be part of the European Union. These societies not only lack democratic tradition, many of their leaders and citizens also lack a desire to adopt the values of the Enlightenment. Were it not for the enthusiasm that overcame the world following the fall of the Iron Curtain, there would have been no place for Eastern Europeans in the great enterprise of building a united liberal and democratic Europe initiated by France and Germany immediately after World War II. 
That's how the European Union, which gradually emerged as a partnership of free societies based on respect for human rights, secularism, democracy, and liberalism, let into its missed a Trojan horse. Um, sure. Not only does Israel collaborate willingly with this Trojan horse, which aims at destroying the fabric of liberal values of the West, but it also sees itself as an integral part of its anti-liberal bloc led by nativist xenophobes who traffic in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories such as Hungary's Viktor Orban and Poland's Jaroslaw Kaczynski. Not to be confused with Ted Kaczynski. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Indeed, this is the natural place of an is Israel dominated by a nationalist occupying and colonialist, colonialist right wing that does all it can to face whatever remains of the liberal principles inscribed in its unwritten laws and legal system since its inception. Now, it's talking about Israel now being dominated by colonialist right-wing occupying nationalism. That, hasn't that been the history of modern-day Israel? Yeah, yeah. But that 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 somehow goes against its uh, liberal principles in its unwritten laws. If Netanyahu, who earlier this week enthusiastically encouraged the violent right-wing extremist party, uh, Otsma Yehudit, to join hands with his frequent coalition partner, Jewish Home, is successful in the election to be held in April, these liberal democratic remnants will be wiped out. Uh, I want to get into, I want to find, because it talked about rural Zionism versus like the new national Zionism. <laughs> and, and I knew that uh, Israel is known as, I mean, it, traditionally Israel is a more liberal country. Well, yeah. So... But they, they're they're not true like religious Jews. No, but they're truly nationalist. Yeah, they've always been of nationalism. Right, and it, I mean because you have, I mean, mandatory military service. So says indeed all early Zionists soon understood anti-Semitism was a radical part of in, integral nationalism. Uh, the nationalism of Blut und Boden or blood and soil in German version, and I don't care in the front. Mm -hmm. If in all right, let's see. It says, like all European nationalisms, Zionism gave a place of honor to historical rights. It saw the Bible as the Jews' title to deed uh, to historical Palestine. However, unlike the radical European nationalism, until recently, Zionism never developed a sense of ethnic superiority to the Arabs. Hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, they just took their land from them and said, fuck them. I guess. Well, actually, everybody else took the land from them and said, fuck them. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it says, from Zionist right of Ziev Jabotinsky to the left, <laughs> Barry Katznilson and the labor movement, the founders of the state of Israel, all of whom came from Eastern Europe, were aware of dangers of radical nationalism. They were fearful that the new world they were created recreating might take the form of the racist, fanatical, bigoted past they had left behind. And it did. Um, I can't say that. Uh, moreover, most of the Jews in Palestine at the time accepted the partition schemes. And in particular, they adopted but the one adopted by the UN in 1947 and rejected by both the Palestinian Arab states that helped pave the way for the war of 1948 and 1949 and in Israel's independence. 
Thus, Jewish nationalism had two sides. The first was the classical side drawn from, the Europe, from Europe, which viewed the nation as the product of long history and not as a community of citizens, uh, one whose Jewish culture defined membership, giving the Jewish people an inalienable right to the, the whole historical Israel. The other, the more liberal and humanistic side, expressed in the Declaration of Independence in 48, was progressively swept aside by half a century of occupation and colonialization of the West Bank after the Six-Day War of 67. Uh, I, I can't, I like, this is a brain melt for me. <laughs> More than 50 years later, Jewish nationalism has become so radical that today very little is left of the liberal aspect of Zionism. I just can't, maybe just because I've only lived within the 50 years of the nationalistic side of yeah. Zionism that I don't understand what could possibly be the liberal side of Zionism. Yeah, I I don't think that much before our lifetime, there has been a move towards liberal Zionism. What is liberal Zionism? Well, I, I think it's to have the, the state, but also, you know, I guess embrace the community. But the around community them? of what, though? Well, I mean, the Palestinians. But that's never been the goal, as well, far no. as I know. And maybe it was before the Six-Day War. And and that's when they decided to, okay, you tried to take over our country, so we're going to take over this and this and there. Now you're not allowed in. <laughs> right. So what's interesting is Biden came out and kind of chastised Netanyahu for all this, this stuff with this court stuff. Yeah. Again, like he's got room to fucking talk. Right. And he actually said, see if I can find the article. It like disappeared on me. Actually like made the statement that um, this is the most uh, extreme government in Israel's history or what, what have you. This is like right wing extreme. And so, I mean, hmm. some pretty ugly words, like pretty much called him Donald Trump. Wow. But then he he's in talks with the the president over yeah. there. I I feel like they're like he's had the president of Israel here twice in the last year and he has yet to invite Netanyahu. He said he's well, going to invite Netanyahu. I had just read before as you were skimming over that that uh Obama never had Netanyahu right. over and and because of his views towards the Iraq or Iran uh, nuclear deal. Right. Uh, yeah, that 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 doesn't surprise. But uh, so this says in Biden, President Biden, in a call Monday, urged Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu to uphold the democratic values that are the cornerstone of the U.S.-Israel relationship. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters. Hypocrite. Uh, Biden said on CNN earlier this month that the current Israeli government is the most extreme he has seen since he started working with Israeli prime ministers 50 years ago. Despite U.S. pressure, Netanyahu recently resumed the overhaul legislation unilaterally after spending or suspending it in March to allow for negotiations with the opposition. Those talks have since collapsed. Now... I had seen a thing that was like, it was an op-ed after, because this got voted on today and it yeah. passed. Yeah. So this is a thing now. Yes. This whole restructuring, I guess, or like curtailing yeah. the judicial powers. And it was, it was a slim vote. Yeah. It, it, so, and I had seen an op-ed 
from here in the United States that's like, this will be the end of the, the special relationship between the U.S. and Israel. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it won't be. No, it's not. The, the, in the very least, or the very most, I guess, the most extreme is they'll just fucking get rid of Netanyahu. Right. Like, he'll be out the door. Right. They'll right. they'll like magnetize his pacemaker or right. something. The maybe he's on the case. Maybe he didn't need a pacemaker and he really did have dehydration. And somebody that wants the somebody within the NED is like paid off the hospitals. Yeah. Like tell him he needs a pacemaker because we're going to bring a big fucking magnet to his next meeting. That's going to all yeah. look like a natural, right. like the world knows he has a heart condition. So his heart just stops, just gave out, just gives out. Then nobody's going to think anything of it. So now, let's not forget Victoria Newland. She she has a special move called moving Nazis in. <laughs> Fair enough, but Netanyahu likes the Nazis. Uh, that's so. true. That should go. Yeah, anti-Nazi. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Communist. I just don't understand. Now the funny thing is, Whoa. yeah, uh, the <laughs> funny thing is, like we're so like the United States government is so like torn on what they can and can't say. It's kind of like right, my brain melting over that last article, right? Because on one hand, they're like condemning Netanyahu, but on the other hand, um, this one of I think she's one of the squad in the house. You know the squad. Oh yeah, I know the squad. Um uh, Jayapal. She looks like a squad. The House um is Democratic Representative Pramila Jayapal. Um, she called the state of Israel as called him racist, of course, last week or a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she got just condemned all over the fucking place. Really? For calling for By daring, Democrats too. I think some Democrats were like, "You shouldn't have said that." Yeah. And the Republicans of the House, which are the majority right now, were like, "You really fucking can't say that." Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's just like slammed, like slammed hmm. for for calling them a racist state for daring. Because who's, who's in a Democratic state to just say that? They're, yeah, they're kind of racist. Right. Um, because who who's the chick from Minnesota? Um, the oh, uh, Omar. Yeah, because she Elon said that Omar. she said that many times. Oh yeah, and she got slammed for it yeah. too. So the House went as far not only to condemn her for this, but they went out of their way to take a vote throughout the House to say we back Israel. Oh, they had those. to. They, they spent time to to vote on this of course to say yeah. no matter what happens we support you that's, israel that's a nancy pelosi wearing the african things or uh that the freaking congress or whoever it yeah. was holding up the ukrainian yes. flag behind yes. uh yeah. the autographed ukrainian flag behind uh zelensky yeah. i mean it's it's absurd to me that we had to spend government resources to take a vote yeah that said we support israel right. and it's just the house <laughs> but but the thing is this is we're sitting here like you know uh Israel is going down a really bad path as a Netanyahu guy. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what we think about how this is going to go. But let's let's just yeah. go ahead and pass a resolution that says no matter what right. we support Israel. Yeah. That seems like a freaking blind move. Right. Uh it says uh the House Tuesday passed a resolution of affirming support for Israel, a direct response to uh, Jaya Powell's now walked back comments about Israel being a racist state. Oh, she state. walked back. Yeah, she came out. She's like, no, it's not Israel. It's just Netanyahu. <laughs> she did. She yeah. literally did. D Democrats who voted against the measure were the squad, pretty much. Of course. 
Casio uh, Cortez, mm-hmm. Rashida Talib of Michigan, Elon Omar of Minnesota, Summer Lee of Pennsylvania, Jamal Bowman of New York, Corey Bush of Missouri, Andre Carson of Indiana, Deli Ramirez of Illinois, and Ayana Presley of Massachusetts. Um, and I don't know if it's this article or another one, but they had to point out that they're all representatives of color that voted. Oh, of course. It says, in a, signed, in a sign that Republicans sought to put Democrats in a tough spot, Majority Leader Steve Scalise tweeted ahead of the vote, it should be an easy vote. Will Dems stand by our ally or capitulate to the anti-Semitic radicals in their party? That's See, that's the stuff that makes me sick. Top House Democrats rebuked Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair's comments for this past weekend uh, that Israel is a racist state. Israel is not a racist state, <laughs> said House Chair uh, Hakeem Jeffries. Um, Democratic Whip Catherine Clark, caucus chair, blah, 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 and a bunch of other bunch of other people said in a statement Sunday that did not mention the progressive leader by name. Uh, the vote to approve the resolution comes after uh, Israeli President Isaac Her- Herzog's visit to the White House Tuesday. So, so obviously, we got to save face here because the president is, of Israel is coming and we don't right. want our government officials saying that they're racist. As somebody who's been in the streets and participated in a lot of demonstrations, I want you to know that we have been figuring or fighting to make it clear that Israel is a racist state. This is her original statement uh, that Palestinian people deserve self-determination and autonomy. And the dream of the two state solution is slipping away from us. Uh, she told protesters chanting free Palestine. Hmm. So they came out to pretty much publicly humiliate her by having yeah. this vote that says, we support Israel, which right. is kind of a, I mean, it's exactly what we've done with Israel right. forever. It's right. exactly what we're doing with Ukraine right now. Yes. So it, it's not surprising, but it's really gross to be like, no matter what, we right. stand behind yeah. you, no matter how shitty you are, right. how racist of a, not you, but your, your yeah. far right leader is. Right. Um, yeah. That now it's funny. How many times have even Republicans come out to take a vote after somebody in the House, one of these, like Ocasio-Cortez is or Elon Omar, says that the United States is a fucking racist nation? How many right. times has the House representative come out and be like, we need to take a vote on this right, right now yeah. to show that, that that's not yeah. us? No, like, never. we don't support that. No, it, yeah. that, it, it's so bizarre it to slammed. me that it's just like... Hey, I kind of think this is racist. I mean, yeah. I'm a person of color. I she may or may I don't know if she's Muslim or not, but I I, I assume, especially like Elon Omar, of course she's yeah. going to say Israel's a racist nation right. because she's Muslim and that's been her they, platform. Yeah, that's well, like the Israelis and the Muslims just don't really get along. Right. Yeah, and they're kind of racist towards each other. Uh, so of course she's going to think that. But to come out and be like, shame for shame, right. we support you, Israel. Like yeah. it, it's just fucking weird yeah i i i don't know i don't get it but it, it's and it, they're all fucking racist <laughs> which ones who but both. Every, the yeah, muslims oh, sure. the the jews i mean, I they, mean they hate each other they, they hate each other right since the beginning of time yes and good reason for it i guess i mean they all like killed each other for well you know they all want that same plot of land you know that's you so um like i said israel went forward with it they passed this. 
protesters wept in the street, like literally wept in the like street. A, the lady meme, what she cried when yeah. Trump got elected. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're literally po yeah. reports saying that protesters wept in the streets. That's cool. One of them said Israel will not be a democracy in less than a year. Again, sounds like MSNBC. Sounds quote. like when Trump was elected, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like newsflash. It's not really a democracy now. Right. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is all a show for something. Yeah. I. It's clear that they want to get Netanyahu out of there. Yeah. So this is most like because he's kind of in the way of the progressive plan. The, yeah. The, so we're the WEF plan. That, will there be an Arab spring against an Israeli spring? Against, that's what I was going to ask you. You yeah. think these protests are going to ramp up now? I think so. Do you think they're going to push him out or somehow like Luke his pacemaker? <laughs> like, like, what do you think happens? Or do you think this one just goes away? No, and... I don't think so. I think they're going to really make a move to to get him out of there. Yeah, I, I really do. Especially considering that they're they're actively trying to villainize him uh clearly right? yeah very clear like I hardcore mean, they even use the n-word on him yep. right pretty much yeah like they they called him a pretty much in cahoots with nazis yeah. because he's nationalist so he he, he fits right in there with the anti <laughs> right, right all those mental gymnastics that yeah. we, we talked about <laughs> i i definitely think that they're yeah. trying to push him out as almost as hard as Putin. Yes. I think it's going to yeah. be easier to push Netanyahu out. I think so too. Because again, it's not like we're not anti, like we've never been anti Israel, Israel, like we are anti Russia. Yeah. Like Russia's always been our enemy right. since the 20s, the right. 40s, whatever. Right. Uh, even while we were fighting with them against the Nazis, right. they were still our enemy. We're still looking for ways to like, Hey, next we're going after them. Even though they're <laughs> right. helping us here, yeah. we're going after them next. Right. Um, yeah, and I can see a strong push, you know, in the next elections where the United States, if Biden's in uh -huh. or a Democrat is in, there will be a strong push to support the opposition against Net Netanyahu. Oh, yeah. Now, what I was getting at with that was it's harder to push to get like to take Putin out because we've been arch enemies forever right. he's always been the boogeyman we can't really it's hard for us to go to what we've always considered these brainwashed like russians communists whatever um and be like actually he's the bad guy and then be like what the fuck you guys are the bad guy what are you talking about now our closest ally that we've always that we just voted to like back and support, support and we always have it could be easier for us in there and be like, guys, we got your back. You don't want that guy. Uh, just get rid of him. Yeah. That right. that's an easier right. outcome than ousting Putin. Yeah. If you want our nuclear weapons, you, you got to right. kind of make, move along. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's all I really got on this. I want to switch yeah. topics. We, we got to get into a break. We're kind of overdue. Talked yeah. longer about this than I intended to. Yeah. This could, I mean, I could, should do a bonus episode, but I'll probably get somehow canceled for doing a bonus episode too, because I've got a lot of things to say. Um, yeah. And when he, I wouldn't even call them opinions. I guess I have questions that we're not allowed to ask right. the questions of these days. Um, so, so we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. But they're questions that should be asked. They, they should, but you will, they, they'll never be asked. They'll, we'll, we'll never be allowed to ask them. Yeah. Hey, do you think that part of the fear also why they don't want to like, cut the strings is because they know that 
they know China's there, right? With their new world war world organization that they're kind of putting together. And so they're kind of afraid they're going to like start losing allies. Oh, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they got to hold tight to what they can. Yeah. Now, one thing that just came to my mind is they're going to morph the, the term anti-Semitism to mean like anti-liberalism. Right. When it was kind of like the religious aspect of it was also tied into like, like if you didn't like the Orthodox Jewish people, you still were an anti-Semite. It's going to get to the point where uh, the Orthodox, ultra-Orthodox uh, Jewish people are, are now anti-Semitic. That's yeah. how they're they're going yeah. to redefine the word this mm-hmm. this big bad word that's the n word of that yeah section of the world, um, like they're going to start brand somehow rebrand anti semitism to include the the right wing right. orthodox Jewish people to be like they're going to be separated from the the mm-hmm. liberal like Hollywood Jews, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's it's going to be. Like, no, no, you're just anti-Semitic. It's like, well, we're fucking Jewish. What yeah, you? right. No, but you're, you're right-wing Jewish. Yeah, you're, you're one of those. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're anti-Semitic. You're like almost Nazi. Yeah. You hate <laughs> these ones. Yeah. It's like, no, we just want to, no, no, you are anti-Semitic. Yeah. So it, it's interesting to see that because that article kind of, you could see that shift. Mm-hmm. That's why I was scratching my head. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll watch this one play out, but I do yeah. want to shift topics. We got to get into a break. I'm going to take two or three minutes. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to shift topics to uh, back here in the United States with some good old uh, right wing country music. Woo! Yeah. Speaking of right wing, got to get the country music in there. Uh, so hang tight. We'll be back very shortly. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. We're back. And I'm not going to play the song very long because we'll get kicked off YouTube. I was going to say, copyright. Yeah, we will get a copyright strike. But um, that's that's the song there. Now, yeah. 
I, I got to thinking that what Netanyahu is doing wrong, that he should be doing, is hire. Let me get rid of this. <laughs> uh, hiring Jason Aldean to write "Try That in a Shtetl," <laughs> which I found out today is Jewish for a small town. Okay. Or Yiddish okay. for a small town. All right. So he needs to or <laughs> hire a uh, Jason Aldeanstein to <laughs> write a. Try that in a, a shtetl. I don't know. Is that oh, right? Is that racist? Or no, no, I, I feel like I feel like he'd be doing better if he had somebody come and write that he, song. He, he needs somebody to, to yes. against against protests. Yeah. And well, shit. that's the problem. A lot of these countries with uh, the nationalism don't have country music. They don't have Jason Aldean they, out they there. Don't. They don't to write songs yeah. like that. I'm, it, I'm it's gonna, a game changer. I, I'm going to I'm going to get on Twitter and reach out to <laughs> Netanyahu now yes. and. I don't know. We we can make something happen. I I think that's a love connection right there. So, <laughs> Jason Aldean. We yes. What do you like? What What's the most famous thing you know Jason Aldean for? This song, <laughs> because I and I hadn't even heard it until I I watched a clip of the View ladies melting down. <laughs> yes. Over it. Before this though, did do you I, know I, anything I, about I Jason Aldean? Anything. I don't know much Vegas about country music. shooting. You dumbass. He was the guy oh, on stage he? during the Vegas shooting. Really? Yes. Oh man! I so it all know ties that. together. Okay. The whole uh, Jewish right. plot. The whole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, the Vegas the shooting, the Mossad, the the you know, the Vegas shooting, uh, was Jason Aldean at oh, okay. the concert. Okay. Um. So that's I... a that's one reason why. Like, I think it was might have been Sh it wasn't Cheryl Crow, but somebody came out. Cheryl Crow did come out against him. Oh, okay. Uh, why? But that doesn't. Somebody me. else was like. How dare you? You survived a, a freaking mass shooting. I'm just like, are we really talking about the Vegas yeah. shooting? Because I that I oh they, they, my brain like goes yeah. crazy when I hear the Vegas shooting because yeah, yeah. there's so many unanswered right, fucking right. questions with that. <laughs> and Jason Aldean was probably involved, and, <laughs> or maybe that was a plot to take him out so he wouldn't release. Maybe because he maybe. hates anything that's not a small town. And so he brought in the shooter because Vegas is a big town. Or maybe Vegas, when he went to Vegas and almost got shot, he's just like, fuck all these big towns. Right. I only like small towns yes, now. Because I, we, I this know. shit would not happen in a small I town. But I, I think it's all tied together somehow. Okay. I, 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 it's I all a conspiracy. Yeah, I'm tracking. <laughs> I don't fucking know. There, there's a conspiracy here. And, and that doesn't surprise me because the, the lady on The View, which is she's a mixed race. Uh, ex-lawyer that was okay. I mean they were all melting down but this chick goes back to well he's from Macon Georgia which is the most racist county in America my dad was from that county who was black and he was pushed out and so he comes from these racist roots and so that's why this maybe song he does is, yeah maybe he fucking does right who fucking cares right right now he's getting all this it's under fire for all this, this, this latest try it in a small town. Yeah. Let me read the lyrics first. Like these are the, the horrible racist yes. lyrics, horribly racist, Ho like calls for violence. Yes. It, it could be like, it's coming out of Hitler's mouth. Sucker punch someone on a sidewalk. I mean, that's not him telling people to, he's, oh, okay. he's calling out I'm like, you clarified like the, the whole, um, like, when they were saying like kids were going around just like beating yeah, shit out of homeless right. people, uh, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Yeah, think it's cool, 
well, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try it in a small town. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. Blah, blah, blah. See how far you make it down the road. I'm not going to read the, the right. for chorus every right, time. Right. Full of good old boys raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Ooh, ooh. Try that in a small town. So the, the, the hook is... Did you is, throw in the ooh-oohs? No, it says oh, okay. right there. All right, I see. Right. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Take the word small town out there. You can apply this into any like gangster rap music from oh, the yeah. 90s. Right. Like, like well, that, and that we was... take care of our own around here. Yeah. You cross a line. Like, there's so much more violent yeah. stuff. In, right. Not even... Like, it's not even like gangster rap anymore. Like, yeah. a lot of pop, like, one of the biggest hits that I hear every fucking five minutes I'm in the car is literally called Kill Bill. And it's it's about that. I take what, offense what's that. her What's <laughs> her freaking name saying that she wants to kill her ex-boyfriend, who happens to be, um, which I'm fine with, um, right. uh, Bill, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, it was the science guy. Yeah, Bill Nye, the science guy. She dated. She's like a twenty-some-year-old singer. She dated, dated Bill, Bill Nye. Nye, fucking asshole, because Bill Nye is a fucking well, asshole. An so asshole. she wrote a song called "Kill Bill," and it says, "I, I might kill my ex." Literally says, "I might," and it's a poppy, catchy song. Okay. And it's just like this is like way too violent. This is condoning yeah, so right, much right. violence. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Again, like you throw these into a, like a rap song. Yeah. And it's just a normal rap right, song. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it, this is pretty much the the musical equivalent to "Fuck Around and Find Out" without right. saying "Fuck Around and Find right, Out." Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now, that said, the music video, right? Images of the protests. Images of the protests is clear. Which again, everybody's saying, "Well, he's calling for he's like condoning violence against people standing up for their First Amendment right. rights." Right. Yeah. Isn't like the song his First Amendment right to say yeah. right. whether right. it's right, wrong, dumbass, yeah. or or intelligent? And, and it's funny because uh, again, back to the view, Whoopi Goldberg was like, "Oh, he's calling out Black Lives Matter," and she goes, "Those protests in 2020, that was us taking care of our people." So the, the fucking lyrics you got, well, there. And, and that's why she was trying to say, "Well, you shouldn't be coming out against." But but it's it's bad for right, right, him right. to say, "We'll take care of our own." Yeah, I know. Yes, and again, this even if it's a right or wrong point of view, this is it. Okay, when I say this is his point of view, it's really not because he didn't even write the fucking song. Oh, of course, it's not, not. even. He his, never do. He didn't write the song. Uh, but if he did write the song, his point of view, or probably most likely what higher like music corporations think is the small town point of view. It's like, they're coming to take our guns. They're, right. they're, they're coming to disrupt our way of life. Try cut, like come and take them. You know, right. that the whole mentality, like come try it, try yeah. it here. I mean, I don't, first of all, first of all, this, none of these lyrics are calling for 
like unnecessary violence, right. like just going out and like killing people. Right, right. It's basically like, fine out. You you come fuck with me, or I'm gonna fuck with you back. I, yeah. I've got. I mean, we've said we said worse than this on this show. Like, right, yeah. hey, I, I've got I've got um a couple, I've got about five hundred rounds that'll say otherwise. Right. If you you know like, yeah. right, right, yeah. Like we've we've both said that shit, and it's like nobody's saying, hey, get some n word over here and I'll shoot his ass. Right, no, right, it's right, like yeah. you come fuck with my people and yeah. my family, we'll fuck with you back. Right. So it, it, it's hardly putting a race into the song, right? right. I mean, implying maybe you, maybe you can imply it like coming, especially from a country music perspective, right. probably. But, but isn't it, that racist? Right. I, I mean, assuming that a white country music person is, is implying that right. black people are going to screw up in right, the country exactly. or something. I mean, or even assuming that. There aren't black people that live in small towns. <laughs> that too. Uh, Derek says, uh, but then the person would be, uh, no, that 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 was from earlier. We missed oh. that one. He says, sounds like he sampled Tupac for some of that song. <laughs> uh, that was, was people burning down local businesses and auto zones for some reason. Now, the auto zone is, instance was clearly a fed. Right. Um, and losing, losing targets, looting, looting, looting. looting targets. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know those those peaceful, mostly peaceful protests that sometimes ended in arson and people getting right. killed. You know, yeah, um, businesses getting destroyed. So again, the music video. Yeah, the music video is weird to me because he does a scene in front of this courthouse that happens to be where this like kind of infamous lynching took place. I don't know okay. if you heard that part. I did not hear that. On one hand, I'm like, he filled it. He filmed it in the South. There's probably nowhere you can stand and film that wasn't well, guilty of lynching at some point. <laughs> and they, I doubt they had a plaque on the courthouse said, Hey, we lynched so-and-so here. <laughs> but the, on the other hand, I'm like, that almost seems kind of intentional. Okay. I mean, unless it was in his uh, a courthouse in his hometown, it just seems to me. I'm what was like, the story behind the lynching? I I got it oh, right here. Okay, awesome. <laughs> what was the story? <laughs> Glad you asked, Bill. <laughs> like literally right here, history of the courthouse. All right. In Jason Aldean's music video. So here you go. Um, it says a music video by country star Jason Aldean has drawn widespread attention, in part for featuring a Tennessee courthouse. So he, you said he grew up in Georgia. Yes. So this isn't even where he's from. So the fact that he's here right. um, seems pretty intentional. Yeah. Uh, music video draw, drew white, widespread attention for featuring a Tennessee courthouse that is known as the site of a heinous lynching that happened a century ago. Again, you can film anywhere, probably in the South. Right. Specifically the South, maybe anywhere in the United States, like right. at least the eastern side of the United States, but specifically in the South, and you're probably going to hit a spot where somebody was right. lynched. Or something racist happened. Right, yeah. Uh, released on YouTube on Friday, the video for the song, Try That in a Small Town, features Aldine and his band performing in front of the Maury County Courthouse in Columbia, the same site where a black teenager was lynched in 1927. Henry Choate, uh, 18, was accused of assaulting a white 16-year-old girl. He was jailed, but a mob of hundreds of white people kidnapped him from a cell. He was tied to the back of a car and dragged across town and eventually hanged in front of the Maury County Courthouse. Choate was one of the last 20 black men in Moore County 
to be lynched or kidnapped and presumably killed by the KKK or white mobs, according to local historian Elizabeth Aldean's video also includes scenes that some, that seem to feature footage of Black Lives Matter protests. Who, again, that's not fucking racist. Right. right. If you're against something and you're singing uh, like against these mob like mentalities and you show a video of it, if they mm. showed a video of like white protests, would that be racist towards white people? Right. Right. I I don't know. Maybe. Um says as Aldine sings the lyrics, cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. I think the most biggest thing he's guilty in this video is licking the boots of cops. Right. right. That's the biggest thing. It's just like, yeah. you're kind of too much of a cop apologist for my taste right, these right, right. nowadays. But again, I get like nothing there yeah. is fucking racist. Yeah, it is clearly kind of geared towards BLM right. protests. And the the music video is clearly geared no, towards it. The, the song has been out for a while, right? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I because I, I had mentioned something to my wife, and she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that song a thousand times. I think because the video is new is what's... Well, I wouldn't think they'd release a video a long time after. Let me see. Try that in a small town. Let me see when it came out. And you just got 2023, flagged. it says. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Um, the outcry of the video, which has been viewed more than 5 million times on YouTube, prompted CMT to pull it from airing Monday. Big mistake. Big yep. mistake. Uh, on Tuesday, Aldean tweeted that he was wrongly accused of releasing a pro-lynching song. <laughs> he then defended the music video, saying, There's not a single lyric in the song that references race or points to it, and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. And while I can try and respect others to have their own interpretation of a song with music, this one goes too far. I mean, it. All right. Scott, Jason Aldean's point of view, which he may or may not be racist. Right. He may or may not have been. Um, promoting, promoting, promoting racism or right. promoting in the very least kind of a Trumpism type sentiment. Sure. On the other hand, you have somebody else who wrote the video, uh, the song. Right. Somebody else who produced the music video. Right. Somebody else who um, shot the music video. Right. I guarantee you, Jason Aldean had nothing to do with what was going on. They're probably like, right. hey, we're going to fly you out here, put you in front of here, you sing yeah. the song. They might have intentionally put him in front of that courthouse. Right. He might have been like, oh, this is kind of a cool fucking building. Yeah, right, right. I mean, yeah. Nobody's going after the producers and the writers right. of this. They're going after Jason Aldean. Right. And saying how racist he is. None, none of that fucking matters because there was intention behind this. Mm. Somebody knew what the fuck they were doing. They knew this was going to cause exactly what it caused. Oh, yeah. Fuck Whether yeah. it be Jason Aldean or the writers or the producers, one of them, if not all of them, knew exactly yeah. what the fuck this was going to do. Yeah. They knew exactly that this was going to get a bunch of people from MSNBC and The View and CNN to say that he's fucking... Uh, racist and a bigot and pro lynching and this and that and that was gonna boost sales on the other side. Uh, what and five that's million gonna... views? Right. He he peaked at number two. Okay. On the charts, number okay. two. Even though he got kicked off CMT, right. he peaked at number two. He didn't quite make it to number one. That was probably Taylor Swift because she gets number one in everything. Right. Country, pop, rap, and her songs promote a lot of violence. Her her <laughs> definitely promote a lot of violence. So um, like. I don't know what what. First of all, what's your thoughts on this this music video and where it was shot? 
Yeah, I not mean, a town he's even from. Right. Yeah, this happens to be a town. Right. Where the last lynching happened, or one of the last lynchings right. happened um, of a black person in U.S. history. Right. Just happens to be shot there. Like, right. uh, yeah, coincidence, I, intentional. I, I would say, I would say it would probably it's probably intentional. I, I would say, like you said. <laughs> Whoever the producer is, that's that's who they should be looking at. Right. Right. And as far as like the footage, I, I'm sure that Jason Aldean or whoever was like, yeah, you know, the those protests kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Right. As it did fun. most right wing people. Right. It pissed us off right. Right, to an after a certain point. Right. At the beginning, we're like, yeah, protest. You should right. be mad. Um, as it went on, we're like, yeah, fuck this. This right. is this is ridiculous. Uh, uh, yeah. Um for him to put BLM footage in that song, yeah, I didn't don't have make a problem it with fucking that. racist. It no. didn't make it racist at all. But but with the the lyrics about spitting in a cop's face, right? It, and that fit, stuff, it kind yeah. of fit there though, because right. that's what no, he was referring. I, no, to. No, I agree. I agree. To me, I I think that what kind of incenses a lot of people along with that is, um, you know, the whole you say you're, they're going to take our guns away. Uh -huh. Good luck with that. Right. Right. I mean, I think people are that kind of pisses some people off and that may be what they're called, to, what they feel is a call to violence. Sure. Um, I don't know. I, again, the whole fuck around and find out. Right. Claim is and, and again, how, as you said, how many uh, again, gangster rap's kind of a dead genre now. But at the time, I mean, how many talked about, you know, killing cops? Right. Exactly. Right? Um. Now. Where was I going with this? I, I don't remember. Now, now, so there's the music video, which kind of was like, yeah, you probably did that intentionally. Now, they found something else because there was a teaser. Now, tell me what you think about this because you might, probably didn't hear about this one either. There was a teaser video, like a lyric video. Apparently, I'm just going to read the article. Okay, okay. So it says, hidden mes message in Jason Aldean's small town video sparks furor. Furor. Like the mind Führer, like my yeah, like Hitler Führer. Is that hopefully in, not. interesting? Maybe that's the hidden message. A uh, country music singer Jason Aldean, this is from Newsweek, is facing a fresh backlash over his song "Try That in a Small Town." This time, regarding a teaser clip he released two months ago. All right, so again, I have to point out, Jason Aldean is not an independent musician. Yes. He didn't put out a teaser clip. I guarantee you he didn't make this yeah. teaser clip. I guarantee you he didn't even probably watch the teaser clip. But that's what this says. The controversial track includes the lyric that if somebody crosses that line to cuss out a cop, spit in its face, stomp on the flag, and light it up, try that in a small town. Aldian also sings, got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day, blah, blah, blah. We, we read all yeah. this shit. <clears throat> On May 19th, ahead of releasing the track, the 46-year-old musician posted a seconds-long clip of the song on TikTok. The video included highlighted lyrics as well as new newspaper cuttings. One of the latter newspaper, one of the newspaper cl clippings has now sparked renewed criticism of Aldine as it pertains to attacks on anti-segregationist newspaper owner in Jim Crow era Mississippi. In the video posted. Uh, this weekend, TikTok user Danny F. Collins breaks down the information on the newspaper clipping that was included in the visuals. Um, it says Collins zoomed in on the article to find that it was a letter to Percy Dale, 
East, the founder of now defunct newspaper Pedal Paper, based in Pedal, Mississippi. Writing to him was Don Gross. He described himself in a letter first 1956 as a public relations consult for the civil rights organization the NAACP uh gross told e what the hell all these fucking pups gross told east that he'd never seen anything that startled me as much as uh the march 15th issue of the pedal paper with its incredible ridiculing of the white citizens council crowd i'm re referring to specifically the full page as i assume you wrote headed you too can be superior. Um, per the Mississippi Encyclopedia, East became known through his publication for having regu regularly unleashed a barrage of screwball satire to ridicule segregation, white supremacy, and massive resistance to integration. East was ultimately run out of the small town where he resided amid growing unpopularity. Um, I hope I'm not congratulating a dead man, Gross wrote East. This must have taken courage, and I hope you are still with us. I'm mighty curious to know what happened after you exploded this blockbuster in your community. The record of the article kept by Congress says East responded to Gross in a letter. He wrote he was harassed in a small town, and his newspaper lost over 200 subscriptions. Um, so basically, it's saying this guy back in the 50s wrote this in this newspaper like criticizing white nationalism and segregation and after that he was like ran out of town okay. by the racist and this happens to be included in this fucking lyrical video which is very intentional and makes jason aldean that much more racist hmm. again that's not a like a right that's not a um just hap uh, like a happenstance right. it's not like that was obviously right in Easter specifically egg, as you would call it yeah again it was intentionally put in there again yeah Jason Aldean didn't make that video right Jason Aldean didn't go back through the annals of um, Mississippi's right. newspapers yeah. and post that. And, and I doubt he said hey guys find me a news clipping that uh, says talks about some small town justice. Yeah, on a little on the racist. So it's side. pretty much about a guy that's like, we don't like your racism, so they ran him out of their small right. town, and they put it in this not in my small town. Like we're gonna run, like right? No, it again. Somebody did that, yes, yeah. intentionally, yes. It would probably stupid. They probably figured nobody would fucking notice, right, right. but it's gonna be, look that closely. But somebody did. They well, knew somebody welcome would. Welcome to today. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. I don't know what I think. Like. They knew what they were doing. They knew yeah. exactly what they were doing. Right. It's not Jason Aldean. It's no. the marketers. The marketers right. are great at their fucking job. Yeah. And they did. Marketers are great at doing exactly what they mean to do. Spread, yeah. can, can, like portraying the message exactly what they want to portray. Right. And they portrayed it. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and I doubt when they ran it by Jason Aldean, hey, what do you think about this? I'm doubt he's he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's that news article right there? What does that say? You know, right. I, he doesn't care. No, he's just like, oh, I like, know that, no, that looks cool. good, man. That yeah, looks go with it. Cool. Yeah, newspaper headlines. That makes yeah, sense. Right, yeah. Right. Um, now, how? Like, the big question that I have to ask is, why the fuck now? Like, why is he writing a song, anti like BLM song yeah. now when? 
BLM is all but defunct at this point. Right. Like no, like their credibility is out the fucking window. Right. The protests are long out of people's minds to right. all of a sudden write this song. Like, right. you know what? Fuck BLM. Fuck uh, all these protests and spitting in cops faces and shit. Like, why now? Like, why does he come? Maybe he's got a concert coming up in Vegas and he's trying to get things going again. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? First of all, like, I don't know if this is why he wrote it, but how much you want to bet that this doesn't become the anthem of the Trump campaign? I was just thinking that. Yes. Yes. Conveniently released now that Trump's just, coming. Like, yes. Trump's going to come out and be like, try that in my small town. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great song. Like, like yeah. fucking try this in a small town. It's like, you're from fucking New York, dude. What <laughs> yeah, are you talking right. You've about? You've never even been to a small town. <laughs> exactly. Um, Derek says, yeah, I blame the government for continuing to, tr to try and divide population against each other. Uh, so they can more easily control us all. I mean, well, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like part of me is like, well, they intentionally released this to, on one hand, they intentionally released this to like flame up their like right wing support. And then uh, obviously there's going to be backlash, which that's uh, going to inflame the right wing even more. But on right. the other hand, I'm like, yeah, but um, they probably, they might've did it to inflame the left to, like hate on it like right right it was a thing probably both to right. en enrage both sides right to continue doing exactly what's been going on for yeah. at least 20 years now or like 15 years now it's like left versus right polarization this country star he's super like he's got a fat paycheck to take the dive on this you know right. he is oh yeah. yeah like he he's not nothing bad's gonna like he didn't get killed in vegas so he's right. not gonna like <laughs> this isn't gonna like make him broke or anything right, right. it's not like his he's got the best luck right like he should go like actually gamble in vegas because <laughs> i mean imagine this you are nearly like killed on stage and you survived it. a bunch of people died but you didn't die and then you go on and get like kind of politically like career-wise they try to assassinate you and the number two on the charts i mean the, the guy just keeps striking gold right yeah and you know he's gonna get on the trump campaign you know yeah. you know he yeah. will no, you're, you're exactly right. This song is coming out perfect time for the presidential campaign. It's, it's what it is. It is, yeah. Otherwise, he would have wrote it a couple of years. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't write it. Yeah, right in 2020. Right 2020, yeah. because that was at the time of the BLM riots. Right. That was when Trump needed yeah. him the most. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this whole fucking song? No, and the it, video, and the yeah. lyric video, and the intentional portrayals yeah, where I, they I, I think them. it's. I think it's funny actually that people are that it comical okay comical. it's hilarious <laughs> it is that that people are either getting so pissed off or so pumped up because yeah. i've seen both sides on social media oh absolutely. people being like yeah try that in a small town and then other people like yeah aldine uh he like uh robbed a burrito store and didn't tip any of the people and got them all fired did you see that Twitter I, post? yeah i saw that <laughs> like he like yeah. spent like several hundred dollars didn't tip him anything and then right. his people like went back after the outrage and like paid like tipped him so, right right so but they're, they're i fucking mean rich people but they just the back and forth of, of it all and and it's a fucking song and there's songs that come all the time like you said about kill bill and and all these other songs and, and it's just a fucking song and you're the ones that make it something by yeah. talking about right it. and that's i mean it's no publicity movies. is bad publicity. The old yes. marketing, the old like marketing, like uh, com like um, 
ad ad man saying like <laughs> right. no marketing no or no publicity is bad publicity yeah. they're talking about jason aldean somebody is going to be listening to jason aldean yeah whether it be the freaking racist people or whether it be somebody like like us that's like what's all this freaking outrage about on and listen to it well they're still getting the download revenue right. from it absolutely uh, to getting whoopi goldberg to say his name fifty thousand right. times yeah right uh this is this is aldean's statement about the woke cancel culture after all this backlash that he had to know is like you have to know yeah, it's coming you, you can't a song like you this. can't release this yes. song like nowadays and be like oh i never would have saw the cancel yeah, culture right. coming after me yeah. guys um, like every episode we're like, uh, this might be our day. And he was just like, <laughs> I'm just gonna write this song. Like yeah. fuck around, like literally call it fuck around and find out and then be shocked that, yeah. that the cancel culture came after me. Uh, he says, um, it's been a long week and I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff suggesting I'm this suggesting I'm that here's the thing. Here's one thing I feel. I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's a lot of words to just say. Yeah, everybody's right. entitled to their opinion. You can think something all you want to. It doesn't mean it's true, right? What I am is what I am is proud is a proud American. I'm proud to be from here. I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all the bullshit started happening to us. This kind of sounds like it sounds like Benjamin Netanyahu standing up. <laughs> I'm a proud You're Israeli just to put them together. <laughs> well, it's just that whole like nationalistic yeah. mentality. Make America I mean, great. Somebody else is going to tie this together into the right, yeah, right. wingness. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud to be <laughs> Israeli. I'm proud to be from here. I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all this bullshit started happening to us. Doesn't it sound like a it, it Zionist does, yes. thing? Little, little BB I on. love our country. I love my family. And I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. It sounds very nationalistic of him. So, I mean, we got to tie it back together. Absolutely. In response to Aldine's comments, concert attendees cheered and began to chant USA. The musician then went on to describe cancel culture as being something that if people don't like what you say, they try to make sure they cancel you, which means try to ruin your life ruin everything um then he probably was like try that in a small town <laughs> Woo! uh aldine's friday concert marked the first public appearance since sparking controversy with the release of the song's music video which features protest footage alongside lyrics like gotta go no, we, we read all the shit yeah, who, yeah. who fucking cares um the dirt road anthem singer previously slammed the meritless and dangerous claims against the song and its video on his tweet Tuesday. Um, that was him talking about being like pro lynching and that, I mean, regardless of what the music video portrayed, I'm not going to go as far to say Jason Aldean is pro lynching. Yeah. Somebody put him there to get people to call him that right. and to spark the controversy but that still doesn't make him pro lynching. Right. Um, let's see. That's about all. I mean, this goes, it says my father says since the video's release, Aldean has been publicly criticized by Cheryl Crow and the cast of the view among others. Joy Behar called the song deplorable and annoying. So just going right off the Hillary Clinton. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, while Sonny Hostin condemned its alleged racist messaging. My mother and father 
because they were an interracial couple, were run out of South Carolina by the oh, KKK. Yeah. That's the lawyer chick I was yes. telling you about. My father's still scarred from that experience. So don't tell me that not only was he aware of what he was doing by using that imagery, he embraces that imagery. Unfortunately, this became the number one song in the U.S., on U.S. iTunes. I thought it was number two. Must have got says we have a problem in this country about race, and the biggest problem is we refuse to admit that it exists. That race. Yeah. We right. have a problem in this country about race, and the biggest problem is we <laughs> refuse to admit that it exists. That race exists. And that there's a problem with it. I don't know, but that's not what she said. No. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I, Final thoughts on this stupidity it he, he's getting exactly what he wants out of it so he is the cut the the producers of it are yeah trump it his, will be trump will <laughs> the right Biden will. will be you know <laughs> the only thing they got going against them is he didn't have kanye west in the video right he should have kanye, kanye fucking yes. west in the video that would have been and then it cherry been on fine. top yes yes um final your final thoughts it it makes for good meme fodder. It's fun watching both sides go back and forth it on it. It's hilarious because I, I I don't I don't care. Is I, it yeah? Is this something for the entire country to get up in arms no, over this one no. fucking like country singer song? No, no, not like at all. go back and listen to like a lot of country music. Go back and listen to like so much rap music that was anti-cop, anti-white, yeah. and yeah. like. Fuck it, with my people. We fuck and, well, and it, it's funny that this is this is the the topic now that the left is incensed about because on the right side they're incensed about the Barbie movie, so it's like it, it's perfect timing, right? Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. <laughs> Speaking of crazy Jewish people, did you see freaking uh, Ben Shapiro lighting Barbies on fire? No, I didn't. I, I heard that he went on a rant, but I didn't see it. Apparently, I just saw the memes about it, but apparently he like lit. Barbie's on fire. It's like really, I did, that's what we have like li like reduced ourselves to yes. is outrage and lighting Barbies I, on fire. I did that in high school. I, I did a documentary video on the Salem witch trial, and all I had to burn was my sister's Barbies. But that's completely. <laughs> I know it was educational. That is a, that's <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the Barbie movie. I don't know. What... I I don't plan on seeing it. I, I and either. I don't care. I, I've heard it. It's it's a big. F you to the, the patriarchy. Yeah, I've heard that like all and, the males are bumbling idiots. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, I don't care. I, fuck, I don't care. I, did you expect anything else? Again, no, it's a Barbie movie. Did you expect movie. anything else from a fucking like country no. singer? No, really? No, not did, at all. I mean, somebody was going to come out with the song yes. title Fuck Around and Find Out. One <laughs> right. of them was. On the countryside. Um, do you expect anything from a Barbie movie no. that's been like progressively going that direction with yeah. their toys right. for the last 20 years no not at all whatever who cares yeah. like like barbie is supposed to be like the epitome of feminism. first it was the epitome of femininity then it yeah. became the epitome of feminism, feminism. so right. obviously and it's um isn't it margot robbie yes yes yeah so obviously it was going to be exactly what it was right absolutely they're if you expected something else from the Barbie movie, um, you're an yeah, idiot. Right. Absolutely. So, and I just think it's hilarious. So, and Ben Shapiro ties us all together. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's all. That's all I got. Unless you got any final thoughts Not, on Israel, I, on Ben, BB Netanyahu, on Ben Shapiro, on all the way down to Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah. Or the Vegas shooting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Barbie Vegas shooting? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think Jason Aldean needs to give Benjamin Netanyahu some pointers on I, how I agree. how to like curb these these protests yeah. because he's he's a day late dollar short here in the United <laughs> States for it, like three plus years right. short, like yeah. too late. So it's he perfect might as well, timing for Israel. It is perfect timing for Israel. Yes. Israel Israel needs yes. a Jason country music BB. scene. Israel needs a country music scene. They and do. then all this will go away. That's all I have. Make sure you check us out. I mean, that's that's how this show goes. If you don't know already, like yeah. take like we've gotten to the point where everything's just so fucking ridiculous that we don't take anything serious. No. We get a mildly outraged about certain things to the point where we just talk shit about it like things piss us off yeah but it's so hilarious right that we might as well joke about all of it just all of it no sense in letting it ruin your life no no none at all so um share this shit far and wide across the lands because um people need to hear it yeah like this is important stuff that you need to know and your friends need to know it so share it with them and it's your duty to share the show with them because it's this is information that if they don't have, it's like life or death shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like we're saving lives by doing this show. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And the more people we reach, the more lives we will save. Yes. Like, spread the gospel of the Break the Bell podcast. I, I feel like we need a, a, a video of, like, these poor people that don't listen to our show with Sarah McLaughlin singing yes, in the background. we do. So. Go into the world and spread the Break the Bell podcast. I think that's blasphemous. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but do it. Do it anyway. Um, you can find everything we do, like I said before, at our handle, at Break the Bell Pod, on the newly named X. As it were. X. Um, and which is formerly, the X formerly the known art, as Twitter. Yes. The X the, formerly known the as Twitter. The artist formerly known as Twitter. Uh, the X formerly known as Twitter. And also the meta formerly known as Facebook yes. at the handle at Break the Bell Pod. Or you can find links to all our shit that we do at www.breakthebellpod.com. Do that. Share it. All that stuff. Like it. Subscribe. Everything. Um, otherwise, just be back here in the same spot or a different spot if you weren't here this time. In this spot. This uh, next Monday night. Most likely next Monday night is 7 yes. p.m. Central Standard Time, which is where we typically do this show. Um, otherwise, just have, I don't know, a good rest of your week, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess you, you can do that. Yeah. yeah. Go out and protest. Go, yeah. you know. I did, of all the things to do right now when it's this nice out, is protesting on your list. Right? No. I mean, seriously, go to the fucking No, I, 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 I don't beach. have like... No, yeah, go to the beach. I have no anger in me at um, protesting nah. anything. Yeah. Chick fil A brought back spicy chicken biscuit for I breakfast. I had the first one today, just today. Th yes, I, I had mine last week after you told me. And yes. and Chick fil A is back on my restaurant list. Yes, it's true. So. It's true. Except the one today was kind of like chewy and weird. Oh. I think I had undercooked chicken, but oh. it's still, I still ate it because it was spicy chicken well, biscuit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if, if you hate Chick fil A, you haven't had their spicy chicken biscuit. Absolutely. So. Um, <laughs> Nice plug. <laughs> all, all the homophobia goes out the window when they're no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Who, who fucking cares what their political views? Are? Exactly. I mean, they could be freaking like genocidal maniacs, but as long as they exactly. have a spicy chicken biscuit, boom, we I'm gotta there. go because this <laughs> going off the rails, just going completely off the rails. Have a great rest of your week. We'll check you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. 
So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and Tio Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.